you know, I really like a, a chest day Monday. I like to destroy my chest on Monday. It's a national holiday. And and maybe that's the way. Welcome back to Training Room Talk, powered by Precision Performance Physical Therapy. Here we talk about pain, rehab, performance, and education. If you have questions about the nuance that we dive into, please reach out to us. We would love to talk to you about it. Apart from that, we hope you guys enjoy today's episode, and we hope everyone stays safe and is staying healthy. All right, guys, welcome back to today's episode of the podcast. My name is Dr. Max LePage, and I'm here with Dr. Troy. What's going on, guys? And we are going to talk a little bit about uh, organizing training in terms of you have a client, you have a patient, or for yourself who has a certain number of days per week that they can train. And there's obviously different ways that you can organize your or their training in those days. Um, and that can take the form of body part splits where you're doing an upper lower split, push pull legs. Those are obviously two common training splits. And then the classic kind of bodybuilding organization where it's chest on Monday, back on Tuesday, legs on Wednesday, shoulders on Thursday, arms on Friday. That's the most classic bro split of all time. Arms on Friday always. Yeah, yeah, of course. Friday Chest on, on Monday, yeah. arms Friday, legs is like the Wednesday thing that you sometimes miss. Um, Chest day Monday, that's a national thing. That right? is a national yeah. thing, and it comes from that split, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, obviously there's different options, and oftentimes people have certain preferences, and other times they don't have preferences. Um, and so it can be hard to make decisions about what – is the best for you to achieve your goals. So when you get a client or a patient who's transitioning out of, you know, purely quote unquote rehab or, or managing an injury and it's starting to resemble more unrestricted or normal, normal training, if they say that they can train five days a week, what do you utilize in asking them questions to determine whether or not that's going to be five days of full body versus five individual body part days i think the the, where you're going to find where you want to split this is from their goals a lot of times if their goals are very heavy versus one side of the split like say they just want a bigger chest they want bigger arms and they want to kind of work on like the beach bod like if that's the case then we're going to work a little bit heavier on the upper split and a little bit lower on the the lower body split. So maybe we're hitting and, you know, upper exercises every single time. And we have like, I don't know, two heavy upper days. And then we have two that are kind of total body, um, some legs thrown in there, but we're still hitting some upper body things. And then maybe we're doing a, like a cardio or, or Metcon day. Um, I think it really depends on their goals or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe they just want to tone up their legs more and really work on their lower body strength. Um, or maybe they're more of a performance and they just want a more well-rounded exercise program. And then maybe I would go towards more of a, a total buy. So I would say in asking questions to figure out where we are going to make this split, I would say the goals is the, the number one thing I look at. How about you? So if I have a follow-up question, if say someone were in the situation where they want to develop their upper body, like you said, they want just want to look a certain way. 
they don't care all that much about their lower body and you they're going to train five days a week you want them to train 80 percent of their total volume is going to be dedicated towards upper body 20 percent is going to be dedicated towards lower body across the week would you do five or out of your five training sessions would you do four upper body only days and one lower body only day or five days in which 80% of the volume on each day is dedicated towards the upper body and 20% of the volume is lower body on every single day of the five? Um, I guess then I would ask questions. If, if somebody has a training history, I would ask them what they prefer. I feel like people kind of fall into this pattern of, you know, I really like a, a chest day Monday. I like to destroy my chest on Monday. It's a national holiday. And... <laughs> And maybe that's the way we go. Or maybe they're like, no, like I feel like I I, I don't like just hitting chest on Monday because now I have to wait a, a whole week until I hit chest again. Like I kind of like hitting those muscle groups and feeling a pump all throughout the week um, for that specific individual. So then I kind of go like, what did you like in the past? What did you enjoy doing? And what have you responded to and felt like you had made the most gains and progress in the past? Yeah, I feel like the, the idea, like it probably doesn't matter all that much when you do what over the idea that it's just about what you do on average over the course of a period of time. Hmm. And so whether or not you organize your training so that you train chest once a week versus the same amount of volume in that one session spread over four separate sessions is going to probably have somewhat of a difference favoring maybe that little bit higher frequency at minimum two to three days per week just based on what some of the research shows and what we know like from a muscle protein synthesis standpoint stimulating those you know pathways once a week is in someone who's not using any drugs probably not frequent enough to be at least optimizing your 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 gains from training but like comparatively we're probably looking at still relatively small differences between the once a week versus four times a week if you did the same amount of total volume so a lot of times for me it does come down to preference like hey do you do you like going in and focusing on one area generally over another area and some people will say yeah i cannot stand like i tried a full body thing before i can't stand it or no, I do not want to do upper body with lower body mixed into one day. I want to keep those separate. And you kind of get an idea of how separate does this person want things to be. Like from one end being on a five day per week full body training regimen where every day you're doing a little of everything. And maybe certain days have a little bit more emphasis on certain things, but you're doing full body every day versus five days and it's chest Monday, back Tuesday, legs Wednesday, shoulders Thursday, like super incredibly distinct and a low frequency of once a week per muscle group. Um, where they are on that spectrum, where they lean towards, I'm probably going to program slightly you know, closer to that end of the spectrum if they prefer the bro split. I'm not going to try to force you into full body five days a week because you're just probably not going to enjoy that unless you specifically said no i want to do this 
and I just don't know how, and I need your help to kind of program that way because I've never done that. That that's fine, but I think the preference of the person does is probably the number one most important thing that I take into consideration whenever I'm trying to figure out how to organize the training. What do you do if you have somebody training age of zero? They came to you for PT. They're feeling better now, and now that they're feeling better, moving better, they're like, "Hey." I want to start training now. Can you help me along this process? Where do you go go to then? Other than, you know, you've already asked their goals. They obviously don't have a preference because they haven't um, done any lifting or training before. Where do you typically go? Yeah, I mean, in general, I'll probably, if their goal is, and this is based off of zero research, if their goal seems to be more physique-oriented, I will probably go on the slightly lower frequency side of things so that in each session they have the potential enjoyment of feeling like they are actually improving a muscle's size and shape. They feel a pump, they're able to, you know, get a muscle fairly fatigued and the, you know, correlation there in your brain is that if that's the feeling I'm getting, then I must be making some kind of change. And I don't think you get that same satisfaction of like, oh, I did something today for my quads to grow when you did three sets of leg press and that's all you did for your lower body. And so if their goal is more physique-based, I'll probably go towards a two times a week. free. I I would almost never go lower than twice a week frequency. Mm -hmm. So I would probably err towards the side of either doing some form of upper-lower split four days a week or push pull legs if they can tolerate it five or six days a week depending on you know their their availability if they're fairly new i'm probably going slightly closer to three or four training days a week Mm -hmm. in an upper lower format if their goal is just to feel good to get in there and move and to get the most out of the three workouts that they want to do per week or that they're willing to do i'll probably have them do three full body workouts per week Um, maybe of the three there's generally a focus of lower body on one day a slightly upper body push on the other day and slightly upper body pull on the third day so there's kind of an, an emphasis but still not a you know still not at the exclusion of of everything else um but yeah i mean i it, it really is going to come back to is your goal to look better, to feel better, or to perform better? And do you have any care in the world? If it's absolutely none, I'm going to probably err towards slightly higher frequency in most circumstances. Right. And the research out there sh- says that you shouldn't have more than, what, three rest days um, for a muscle group? Yeah, I mean, the problem with the, the research that is out is that some studies are volume equated and so they'll take the same amount of volume spread it over three workouts or two or six and then see if there's differences in hypertrophy in general the same volume unless you're looking at the extremes where it's only once a week frequency or seven days a week frequency anywhere in the two to four range seems to do the same thing no matter how you slice it Um, the problem is when the research isn't volume equated and the thing that 
the thing that people may not realize is that training full body may actually allow you to accumulate more volume even with the given the same given number of sets and reps so what i mean by that is if you are on your push day hitting bench overhead press chest flies incline press tricep press downs and skull crushers yeah that's six exercises that you did for chest delts and triceps the amount of weight that you were able to lift on those skull crushers was far less at the end of those as the sixth exercise than it would have been had that been the only thing you did that day for those muscle groups and so if you were to remove the skull crushers from that day and put them at the end of your leg day then probably you're going to be able to handle more weight and perform more you know more total volume in the same sets and reps because you're using more weight when it's removed from those other exercises and so the benefit is like you spread the frequency a little bit more thinly or a little higher and every unit of volume is like of higher quality because you're never in this like completely exhausted state so you know i think that the research tends to seem to favor higher frequencies because of that fact, but lower frequencies still accomplish relatively similar, if not the same, benefits if you are truly equating volume and effort. So it comes down to just volume. It comes yeah. down to pretty much just volume. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do think that that is different for strength goals. Um, because obviously hypertrophy is, it's a little bit like a calories in, calories out situation as with nutrition, where it's just kind of like volume in, hypertrophy out in a sense, where strength, I think, requires a little bit more nuance because to get strong, you're training multiple qualities. It's not just muscle damage or, or mechanical tension like hypertrophy. You're you have to work technique of the lift. So if you are less skilled at the lift and improving your technique is going to improve your strength, then maybe your training looks different than someone who's technically proficient. Their, their technique is fine. They just need to actually get stronger by lifting heavier weight. And that's where I think understanding where the person's at in terms of what they need, what quality of strength they need to improve upon and programming towards that might require a bit more nuance than just its volume. Mm -hmm. But getting jacked is just volume, I think. I think so too. But you're right. And it, it ultimately is going to come down to their goals and your assessment. Say it's for performance and they're just, you know, make me better at this sport or whatever. Then it comes down to your assessment and be like, you know, what are the qualities we need to work on? Do we need to work on more quality and strength or is your goal to get bigger and we just need to crush volume. So if you have someone coming to you for programming, let's say, and a currently pain-free or uninjured athlete, if there is, is one, if that exists, um, someone's coming to you and they train three days a week, but they want to do a split because they don't like doing full body. How does that conversation go for you? 
because obviously three days a week you're fairly limited you are limited um i guess it comes down to maybe their duration like how much time they have to putting into working out like is it three days a week and we're only doing you know 30 45 minute sessions or is this person you know on their workout days they're going they want to spend more than an hour hour 30 whatever um and i would say if they're if the frequency doesn't match up with their goals we'll say um then it's maybe just discussing the the pros and cons to changing the frequency like hey if you could just get in this one other day i think it'd be a lot more beneficial and a lot more efficient to reaching your goals but maybe they are um i don't know a, a nurse working third shift or whatever and they have a family and like these are the only times that they can um, devote to exercising and training then we are going to work with what we have and um, you just do your best to try and incorporate those goals and those qualities into your program to to make it work for them because not everybody has you know five days a week and an hour each of those and you know 10 15 minutes to warm up for all of those um so yeah yeah i mean i think uh it's similar to the conversation of like return to sport when you're just laying out the options and letting the person decide for themselves where if you only if you only want to or can lift three days a week and you don't want to do full body because you really don't like that um you know you kind of present the options look we could do full body three days a week that would probably be the best thing in terms of getting you close to your goals as quickly as possible or as optimally as we can the other option is to do push-pull legs one day a week frequency. You will make progress, but it will come much more slowly than the alternative, the full body. Or maybe somewhere in the middle where you do upper, lower, and then one full body. And that would probably be somewhat the best of both worlds, where the frequency is twice a week, it's a little higher, um, but it's still only one of the three days that you have to endure a full body session. Your other ones are a little bit more split. Uh, and then the person can decide for themselves. So they're like, nah, uh, push pull legs sounds great. I just want to get in there and I want to enjoy it because right now my life is stressful. That's why I can only train three days a week. I want each training session to feel good and for me to enjoy it. Then it's like, sure. They, if, like you don't have to make prog progress optimally all the time. You can make suboptimally slow progress. It's still progress. It's better than being sedentary. And it's, you know, three days a week is, is excellent compared to two or one or zero. Um, and, like, there have been times even in my training where, you know, I've, I've reorganized things just to enjoy it. And knowing, yeah, I, I could probably make progress slightly more quickly if I were to, you know, change things. But I don't want to. You know, I enjoy this. And when you're not taking drugs, there's a probably a ceiling anyways that you hit at some point. And whether you hit that kind of genetic plateau or the genetic ceiling at year 10 of training or you hit it at year 13 because you did things less optimally, well, you had three more years of gains. Yeah, it's probably right. better. <laughs> Stretch them out. Uh, make them last. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... The moral of the story is probably that it, it really comes down to some basic advantage depending on the frequency, but almost exclusively to 
what does a person enjoy? What's their preference? What is going to allow them to adhere to training? Because adherence is the problem that the, the United States has with exercise. It's not which split they're on. Definitely. Yeah. So just m- making it as, you know, as fun as you can for the person. Agreed. All right. Well, hopefully this was a quick one and uh, you guys got something from it. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at uh, maxlepage.dpt on Instagram or troy.cuck.dpt on Instagram. Uh, And yeah, we will see you guys over there and talk to you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Training Room Talk podcast. We hope today's discussion was helpful in illuminating some of the complexities behind pain and rehab. If you don't know where to go from here, please reach out to us with questions. We have mentorship options for clinicians and students and programming options for you to elevate your own fitness. We look forward to speaking with you and again, hope you enjoyed today's discussion.